You're listening to Pointing Pointers, the Point to Point podcast. There was a time when my world was filled with darkness, darkness, darkness. Hello and welcome to Pointing Pointers. I'm Ben Atkins and I'm on my own today. Uh, we're going to be doing a full episode every other week for the foreseeable uh, until there's a bit more racing for us to get our teeth stuck into. But for now, every other week, we'll be putting out a short interview with someone involved in pointing. So I caught up with Chris Dawson recently, breeder and trainer in the north of England, just north of Scotch Corner for all you service station aficionados. Uh, and this is what he had to say. I hope you enjoy it. So I have taken the opportunity to come and see none other than Chris Dawson, uh, perched here on the side of the A1. I was uh, on holiday nearby and thought it'd be rude not to pop in. Chris, uh, great to see you. Uh, as I say, I thought it'd be rude not to pop in to see you before the new season. Uh, just watched a few working. Um, how many would you have in at the moment? Uh, we have um, we have about 10 to a dozen. Um, they won't all run. They're a mixture of some older horses that have had little bits of issues, uh, some younger horses um that might need a little bit more time that might not run as four-year-olds but yeah no we'll have we'll we'll start off with 10 to a dozen um and then we'll see see how we go as we go on through the season yeah fair enough any any you're particularly excited about um well i mean we have a couple of old horses that have had a few little little issues smart seb and steely edition um smart seb only ran twice um he's had a couple of seasons off unfortunately uh, he stood on a nail in a field, so he's he's back back in work at the minute. If if we can keep him right, um, he's he's a nice horse, and obviously Steely Edition we had as a four year old um, when he won his point to point, and uh, he's gone full circle. He's been to Philip Hobbs's and was quite highly rated, and again lost his way. A few little issues with Philip, so um, Jan who owns him sent him back to to me to to run. Um, and we'll we'll see how we get on with him if we can if we can get him back to his best. Um, he should be an exciting open horse, which is quite nice um, because usually we have a lot of maidens in the yard. And again, we have some some of those. Um, we have a nice millinery horse, four year old out of Lewes and Duchess that's unnamed. Um, we think he's quite nice. Um, we have a Chester mare, um, <laughs> a, a Trans Island filly, uh, four year old. Um, it's quite a hardy sort, shall we say? Um, <laughs> As I say in Ireland, yeah, a, 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 a hardy sort who's, uh, yeah, no, who 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 go who's who's shown a little bit, and hopefully she might be ready to run in January. Um, and Have then you named I, her yet? Uh, we haven't named her yet. We we sold her um, recently, and she's got two. Well, Jan and who owns Steely and, and a lady called Dot Ritzima, they own her uh, half each, and I think they're, they're they're coming up with a name with a name for her. Um, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll go from there. Nice, yeah, um, yeah. Watching uh, Smart Seb work this morning, he seemed like he's going to be a nice big type for if you can keep him in in one piece. He looked like he could could be a nice horse. Yeah, well, we we um, like I say we ran him in a five runner point to point round Skipton where he finished second, and uh, everyone would say well a five runner point to point wouldn't be that great, but. The winners ended up rated 125 in Ireland for Jessica Harrington. Um, he was second in the race. The third is a horse called Foster's Island that's won two hurdles for Mickey Hammond that we actually owned and trained at the time. Um, he's rated about 120. So the form of that 500 point-to-point has actually worked out really, really good. So 
uh, we are excited about him. If you know, it obviously it's it's a risk when when they've had the stood on a nail and it's touched a tendon, whatever. We need to try and keep him in one piece, but um, we just need a bit of luck on our side, and then we'll uh, hopefully we should have a nice horse. Yeah, fingers crossed for you. Um, so speaking of nice horses, uh, we can't can't leave without asking you. you uh, I understand sold. I like to move it as a store. It won really nicely at Cheltenham the other day. That is a horse going places, and and a lot of people are excited about him. You must be uh, over the moon with that. Yeah, I mean, again, we we would have liked to have kept him to point to point, but our business model is sell foals, sell stores, and then what we what we don't sell, we end up running. So he he always looked a fantastic athlete and specimen. Uh, we were actually disappointed that he only made 20,000 at store sales. Ian Ferguson was bidding for Nigel and owned, he was the only man to bid at 20 grand and, and they got him and basically, as they say, the rest is history. You know, he won a, he won his first bumper at Aintree three and a half months after he was broken in. <laughs> Looked, uh, ended up second in a listed bumper and running at the Cheltenham Festival and obviously bolted up at Cheltenham on Saturday against battle-hardened rivals um you know i i maybe thought they were maybe chucking him in at the deep end after he won at worcester uh he didn't jump particularly well just a bit novicey but on saturday he was um diff- different again over the fences there over the hurdles they've obviously given him plenty of schooling and um the engine's obviously there so it'll be exciting to follow follow him in the future must be a really nice part of what you do is to just like those horses never leave you and you know obviously some of them come back yeah. but uh, some of them literally never leave you but <laughs> you know just being able to send the the the, uh, the racing on on Saturday and, and watch a horse that you've you've had in the field and, and, and prepped must just be really really satisfying yeah I, th- I think we um, you know everyone says it must be sad to sell them but when we have as many broodmares as we have and we're producing we're trying to produce racehorses we obviously can't keep them all, so mm. whatever we whatever we sell, be it as a foal, be it as a store, or even after we've ru- we've run it and sold it, we um, we always tend to, f- to tend to follow them and enjoy following them, and it gives us a lot of as a family a lot of enjoyment and a lot of pleasure yeah, to see imagine. to see them go on and go on and be successful. I mean, we had I think we had three seconds last week as well as I like to move it. Little Orange was second for Simon Wharf and. We sold him as a as a horse in training, and Heavy was second. We sold him as a foal, and Chinwag was second. We sold him as a horse in training. They were for Neil Mulholland. So, you know, we had a nice week watching watching horses, homebred horses, um, and we contic obviously producing so many. There's there's plenty out there to watch, and, and we thoroughly <laughs> we thoroughly enjoy it. <laughs> you do the horses in the morning and watch them in the afternoon. That's right, sounds, yeah. sounds like the ideal life to me. Yeah. Uh, so, Chris, when we had you on uh, the podcast uh, last season, uh, I remember you saying that um, you know you were struggling a little bit for finding jockeys to 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 ride your maidens and to 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 ride the ones that you're training. Pointing now that you and uh, well now that you've hung up your boobs. Uh, have you have you made any progress there, or uh, or are you still you still scratching around trying to find someone to get on them? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it it is it is a difficult situation because the maidens you want experienced jockeys and experienced jockeys, you know, everyone wants those experienced jockeys. So, um, I think as I discussed on the podcast, a lot of mine aren't really ready first time out. We train them to improve. So, you know, obviously I try and get John when I can, but everyone wants John. If John's got one that's going to win, as opposed to one that you know, I need educating. He, he's a competitive lad. He's going to want to ride. Gosh. He's going to want to ride the one that's going to win. So um, we'll we'll just take the best available. Um, I guess if I guess if Steely Edition comes back in top form, I have a little carrot to dangle for someone because 
Uh, he's a 130-rated chaser who should go hunt if we can get him back to his best. Should go hunter chasing and should go um, to some of the you know the big hunter chasers really if we can get him anywhere near. So yeah. if he's if he's in good form, you know I can dangle a carrot to someone and say <laughs> if you, if you want to ride Steely Edition, you can uh, you can ride a couple of the maidens as well, and uh, you know you'll have a you'll have a nice horse to ride there. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it'd be really interesting to see if you can get Steely, Steely Edition you know, that week. You know, we were talking on 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 the podcast last week about uh, you know the opportunity to sweeten at horses up that have come out of a big yard and 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 come back to a different sort of way of life. And and uh, yeah, wish you all the best with that project. So then, Chris, let me into a little uh, family secret. You say you say you get John when you can. Have you ever told him that one's better than it was just to get him on board? Uh, no, I. Um... I don't, I don't think I have to be fair. I usually, I usually, John John had schooled Steely Edition when I, he rode him in his point to point, so he knew all about him. I I tend not to do that because <laughs> it might create a family fallout. Uh, we did we did we did take uh, we did take one schooling last year um, that I maybe told John it jumped a little bit better than it did just to get him to ride it in a race course school afterwards. <laughs> um, I don't think he was overly enamoured. Uh, when when he when he got off it, um, said it said it said it was hanging both ways. Uh, <laughs> to to me, it looked like he jumped the fences absolutely fine. But John said, "Well, the jumping was fine. It was the in between bits." But uh, I don't know. I I just thought he's been a bit soft. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't. I tend to just you know, if I think if I think I've got one that's fairly useful, then jo- John knows that. You know, it, it it probably is fairly useful, and yeah. uh, I try and I try and do get John to ride them. Really, fair um, enough. And so, what be your main hopes for this season? Uh, I think I think you know keep 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 the ones that have had a few issues in in one piece to to see if they can fulfil their potential. Um, you know, the the young horses. I always say, you know, we have the young horses to sell. Um, obviously, we have a couple of owners now this year. It's quite nice. I always like to think that. The owners can get at least one win out of their horses per season. I think, you know, that's got to be an aim to give give the owners one successful day at least. Um, you know, they put a lot yeah, into sure. it. They put a lot into an amateur sport. These point to point owners, they're not getting a lot for the prize money. Um, so you know, they're doing it for a hobby. So it's quite nice if they can have one one day where they can stick the chest out and say that their horse has, has won and won well. Um, so I'd like to think I can try and train most of those. Uh, an individual winner at least um and then then thereafter you know again just just produce nice nice horses so we'll we'll see how we get on on that front nice one well cheers chris thanks for having me and uh showing me around today really appreciate it. it's a wicked setup you've got here um and uh looking forward to having you back on the uh, podcast this season yeah i look forward to it i really enjoyed the last one so yeah hopefully you'll have me back on definitely cheers chris cheers. Bye.